Mothers deserve the absolute best. So this Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. Osea's skin and body care is the perfect way to remind all the moms, mother figures, caregivers, grandmothers, and mother-in-laws in your life to make time for themselves. If you have been looking for the perfect gift, I recommend Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I've been using it for years and it seems like every single time I apply it, I get compliments on my skin. This body oil is rich, but it's never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. Your skin will feel more sculpted and toned and you'll be left feeling silky, soft and glowing. Another favorite of mine is the Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Ever since I've been using collagen, I have noticed a difference in my skin. In fact, it's never been better. Using Osea's body oil and lotion together is a mega moisture duo, giving you a full body glow. Osea's products are infused with our signature Andaria seaweed, but it's also clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Really just a perfect gift for yourself, the moms in your life, and even the planet. Spoil the moms in your life with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. I have my favorite guest on the show today. No offense to any of my other many, many amazing guests, but I have a special guest on the show. He's been on the show before. He's my favorite guest because of the many inappropriate jokes that always end up coming up on the show. And also I, I married to him. (laughs) He's the father of my child. He's my best friend. Dennis, welcome to the show. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like, I can't even think using one word without. <laughs> I'm always trying new catchphrases. <laughs> None of them sticks. <laughs> What's a catchphrase you've had lately? I don't know. You've been really into inappropriate sex jokes lately. Let's not start on that N- note. No, but that's been for the last 10 years. <laughs> Okay, that's also very true. Maybe you've just been on fire in terms of like, you've had really good puns going lately. <laughs> welcome to the show, honey bun. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're, you're so welcome. It's been a while since you were on. Yeah. Like August, I feel. You were on when I was canceled. Yeah, twice. Twice. I wasn't canceled twice, but you were on twice. Yeah. Yeah. I hosted and then I never heard anything back. And then I felt like you guys never wanted me on the show anymore. <laughs> you hosted, you did a great job, and then no one reached out. You didn't like... I thought my career was going to just fly, like just start there. I started making arrangements, but nothing happened. Nothing. No agents called you? No. Nothing. Uh, man. Are, are Not you... even the local ones. <laughs> well, maybe that's because we were canceled. Joji <laughs> Dick. It's a different vibe now compared to last time you were on. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good means? Well. Well means. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent means. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we can start <laughs> off on this note right away. <laughs> so Dennis and I, we are, we started uh, a couples course. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We started a couples course. It's a couples course on intimacy and communication. <laughs> I can't even say those words looking at your face right now. <laughs> it's a serious course. Yeah. Yeah. But as I say it, looking at you, it makes it feel like I'm joking or something. But I'm, Well, we're in week one from nine yeah. weeks. So I guess we, we just started. We don't know much yet. Yeah. And the only thing that like I've, I've so, so, okay, let's start from the beginning. So. I have done a lot of similar courses, never a couple's course. We've never done a course together. Like I've done Path of Love and different kinds of variations of that kind of process. I teach these kinds of like healing groups and and you were always a little bit on the outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like taking on care of Bayan, doing production and... Organizing and right. hearing only the facilitator sites right. of all of these courses. So for instance, you've been, so if you're listening, you don't know what a path of love is. It's basically a deep, transformative, life-changing process. It's therapy and meditation and, and healing and something that totally changed my life. 
and I also assist Path of Love now. So you've actually been on the facilitator side of one of the most intense, I think, yeah, I've courses been there that while exist. you were assisting. Right. Yeah. So you've seen that side of like people entering groups, but from this other end. Yeah. But you've never taken a group. Nope. Why not? I signed up for one. I don't know if people remember, but we had this uh, huge bet that you were going to do a half Ironman and I was going to do a Path of Love because... I don't remember that bet. Because I feel for me to be there for a whole week and be open and do all of these things seems harder in my head than for you to do a, a half Ironman. But you, you bailed. I bailed, yeah. And, uh, I had good intentions. Like I, I, You didn't even start. I, dude, I was on a bike. I was, yeah, that's it. I had good intentions, but it was, uh, what was it like for you to do a healing group? You wanted to know that I'm also making a, an effort for something. No, it was like, like, why did you want me to do that? You really loved, you think it's good for me, number one, and you really love it. Like it's something you do, it's something you love, and it's something you wanted to share with me for me to understand better as well what you go through. And I respect that and all that stuff. And I and I felt in that moment for me to be able to share what I love or what I do was Iron Man. And not to make it too hard, we decided half Iron Man. <laughs> Fuck you and that fucking half Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, I, I got to a point where like I was already burnt out. Like that was my year of burning yeah, out. Yeah, you were fucked. I was fucked. And I was like, okay, I so badly want Dennis to go to Path of Love. Not like for my sake, but like for our whole lives sake, you know, I just want you to like feel really at home in yourself and like communicate and like stuff like that. Just so we can, just like you say, share these parts of our, of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were like, well, you got to bike 90 kilometers, run half a marathon, swim 2K, like do this thing. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And then I added it on top of my life and I almost like collapsed, you know? So then... But I bailed, me, but you were still kind of committed. No, I was committed, mm-hmm. so I, I got accepted. And that's cool. I was very honest with, because you have to get an interview to get accepted. They don't just let anyone go in. Uh, you have to show that you're, like, I guess, sane enough to go in. No, I think it's more that you show your you're emotional in, commitment. Like, you're yeah, there. Yeah, you're willing to work. You're willing to open. And also that, like, some, some sort of emotional maturity. Also, you have to Stability. have... Stability stability and maturity and that you're ready for that kind of process because it's very intense yeah so i started the interview and at the end of the interview the therapist said like well when we started talking the first two minutes i'm like no way in hell you're gonna (laughs) go to this but after we talked more and more and she was like okay you can go you can go you're allowed did you make an inappropriate joke in the beginning no i just didn't know much about it i was just really honest i wasn't i wasn't like trying to slow myself i guess Mm. And yeah, that didn't come off well in the beginning, but it did in the end, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I was accepted for a June one. I was going to do one in Europe because we were supposed to go to Sweden for the summer. Yeah. In Wales, yeah. 2020. And uh, 2020 hit. And uh, Path of Love was just not meant to be. That's the first thing he said. Like when shutdown started happening in March, April, like I remember you were like, I don't think this path of love is going to happen. <gasps> it's a sign. The universe doesn't want me to go. Okay, good. Like now I know. Now I never have to try again. <laughs> all those sentences that I keep hearing you talk about the universe, all of them just popped in my head immediately. <laughs> you threw them right back at me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, but going back to the half Iron Man, it's not the distance. Like the reason I wanted to share with you is because when I go through these races, it's when I process. It's when I open. It's like when I break down. I cry sometimes on the bike and then, I, I don't know, I just, I, I process all my things. So yeah, I wanted like to your, share that with you. It's your healing process. Yeah. yeah. And I get that and I respect that and I yeah. want to share that with you. It was just not a reasonable thing for me to undertake, you know. But then it's also part of it and I think it worked out really well is you shouldn't start that kind of like intense therapy or like trauma healing or whatever it is you're going toward because your spouse wants you to you know it has to be something that like oh doesn't have to be a big trauma but like i want to get to know myself better or you know i want to make sense of my life a little more or i want to grow in this area and maybe then you didn't feel like that it was more like 
I think then we weren't communicating well. I was I was feeling horrible. We were so busy. We were super stressed. It was not a good. It was not a good yeah, time. It was not a good time. I don't and remember if we were fighting a lot or if it was just this overall feeling that just it's not good. Yeah, it was too mu- too many things happening and too many commitments. Too many. Yeah. We we're moving too fast, and we had a a semi newborn, like a one year old, I guess. She was one, one and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, so fast forward t- throughout all of this. What did happen is you started therapy. Yeah, I st- started and stopped. Started it, but you kept it up for a long time. Yeah, I did it for almost a whole year. Almost a whole year, yeah. So you, you mentioned that yesterday, like when you mentioned to friends or to guys that, that you were in therapy, that sometimes you would get a different response or how do people react when you share? Yeah, guys don't usually talk about these kind of things. It's It's, it's weird and... I don't know if I don't have a filter or I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about or not talk about. <laughs> but like I would talk about like me doing therapy like it's just like me having a beer. And it never came off the wrong way or anything. But it was like for some guys like kind of a shock. It's like, oh, really? Oh, you know, I kind of did therapy too back in the day. They're whispering. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it's weird how many things all of us go, go through without even knowing. But being alongside each other. Right, right. Yeah. But you think that's a male versus female thing? Or you think it's... I wouldn't know. Particular to like some groups of friends of yours or all friends of yours? Or how does that work? I, I don't know. I feel like when I travel with my friends, like uh, the group of friends I travel with, it's when I'm like outside of my family and I'm just my own person. Freedom. Like, freedom. <laughs> I, I, we talk. We talk a lot more like... A lot of times when you're uh, with a friend for like an hour or two, you don't really get to go deeper. You go like, you get through like, oh, how's it going? How's your kid? How's your wife? And then time's up, you go home. But when you're like actually traveling with a friend and you get through all of that, but after the second, third day, you start to talk a lot more. And I, I like that, you know? Isn't it part also of, because when you travel with friends, you travel for Ironman. It's not like you're traveling to, you know. Well, I've been on surf trips that is not Ironman related. Oh, yeah, that's true. But lately, the trips you're doing are mainly Ironman. Isn't it something about people going in to this kind of vulnerable, super challenging You know, I was thing? asking them if if they get that kind of emotion yeah. as well. And I don't think they do. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's, I'm maybe it's just me not being well-trained enough to for an Ironman. Because the reason why I break down is because... I'm like, I, I can't anymore, but I have to keep going. And I think my friends actually train a lot and they're really fit. And then it's I just, think they it's, go through it. You have a moon in Cancer, which is the most emotional moon. But and you're... that's why the Path of Love was canceled. <laughs> shut, the, shut up. Every time I mention astrology of any kind, <laughs> this is what I get in response. So you have a moon in Cancer, which is the most emotional moon. But you have a sun in Aries, which is very fiery, determined, like fuck everything else i can do it so i think it's also your like perfect balance of you have a super strong mind you can do anything but then eventually your heart really shines through and you just soften when i look at an ironman race no one in the whole race looks like you when they when they do it yeah you have a totally i I don't think anyone trains like you either you have a totally different approach i have one friend that Trains like, trains me or like less. you, which means you barely train. Like or, twice a week. <laughs> twice a week, super casual. But then there's something about like other people before the race starts. It's almost like they close in on themselves. They get a little more like. They get in the zone. They get in the zone. Yeah. And you're like having a beer with your feet up, like <laughs> still like there's a, you're in a zone, but it looks differently, yeah. I think. And then when you, when I, when I look at you, when you're racing in that really hard time, you're still looking around, like you're still open. You still have your shoulders dropped, like you're smiling a lot where everyone else kind of looks like they, they close into themselves, but you somehow open. You usually see me on the run though, right? But the bike is like too fast. Yeah. The bike is too fast. And you're gone. And that's where most of it happened for me because you're literally alone in the middle of nowhere. There's no one looking at you. There is just you and your mind and like. Hundreds of uh, hundreds, like 180 kilometers. That's hundreds. It's to almost 200 uh, kilometers. How many miles is that for someone? 113, 114 I miles. Think. Yeah. So basically, it's like super working out, super intensely for you're just 12 six, to six hours. hours. You're on a bike sitting after uh, when you're around hour four or something. You're like fuck. Yeah. And there's no one around you. Do you you're, ever go fuck? Why do I do this? Or do you go fuck? What's going on inside of me? Both. 
not not really why do I do this like I really enjoy it you don't regret it in the hardest I, time I don't regret it the, I think the only time I kind of regretted it was last year in Cozumel when I had blisters below both of my feet you had blisters beneath your blisters yeah, yeah. on the balls of my feet so I couldn't I couldn't run I had to walk so much and then it was like oh if I can't walk or run like I don't know if I can make it and that was I guess the only time that, that was rough yeah. yeah it was rough watching you the last laps too yeah but it is a I don't know I think back then I was contemplating this now with us starting this course also was back then when you started Ironman I resented you so much like for me this was like the most selfish thing that could ever happen at the worst moment of our lives we had like a five-month-old or four-month-old it is very selfish it is very selfish but at that time it was also me being like pushed to the limit to the brink you know and then you you embarked on this thing yeah and now what I'm really or what I have realized is that this is a really spiritual emotional part of your process like it's a very important yeah for sure and not only that but we have to be selfish like you have to be selfish yeah, i have to be selfish sure. we just have to take turns we just take turns yeah but that that time was like the worst time you know because yeah. there was no there was no no space for me to be selfish for five minutes and you were like i'm gonna train 20 hours a week bye i didn't though <laughs> those first first months you trained more than you trained that's funny the first for the first race you trained more no no second no. race you trained the, more the second, the second tra- one yeah the first one i wasn't trained. no i wasn't uh, the first ready. one you didn't really know what it was you were like well, i didn't know what it was yeah. but i wasn't i wasn't ready at all we were a month in sweden and i didn't get a chance because i i didn't know sweden so well either in mm-hmm. the sense of like training so maybe i ran one time five miles 10 mm-hmm. kilometers you know no you just you for just the, did it you I, were I, like, yeah i just go i just went see. for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who does that but i can really remember like having a because she was four months old when she stopped sleeping and already like I'd been, you know, pregnant for nine months, 24 hour delivery and then zero sleep, zero anything. We were in Stockholm. You were working. We were. I was. I never slowed down. Like I was working. No, you were working. hundred percent, you know, leading retreats, leading teacher trainings, like juggling a million projects. I had a book. I had, you know, unbelievable we were, amount of we things. We were staying in a studio apartment. We were in a studio apartment. 30 square meters which is like it's literally the size of this tiny it's guest room we're room. sitting in right now yeah a that small was hotel our, room yeah. but you didn't have a, a door to close but and i think part of it also was it wasn't just the time and the challenging like the unbelievable challenge of birthing and and you know taking care of your first child like the first months of being a mom is like i look at it now and it's almost like traumatic yeah. <laughs> like that's how it hard is. it was and then if she would fall asleep and she's like, oh my God, she's going to sleep for an hour. Then I had an hour to go work, right? Or an hour to like record a podcast or an hour to go back to my retreat group and put on a smile and like hold everything together. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go biking for six hours. See ya. <laughs> and I remember that, you know, that feeling of like, I almost started hating you. Like it was like, I cannot believe that this is, that this is, this is the road you're going down right now. Yeah. But now I can also see that, that, you had to do that because you also had this total or at least that's what that was my experience like a loss of all the normalcy like there was yeah. a loss of you and me because all of a sudden we're not spooning in bed anymore there was like a little there was resentment from both sides yeah when you for me in my head during that time during i would still say it's like that difficult time for me in my head it was like you got to go to work. Yeah. That was like my thing. Like you got to go and be with adults and be in an office while I'm just strolling this baby in the city up and down, just trying to get her to sleep three times a day. And then and then the first moment I got to be without a baby was that Sunday morning or that Saturday morning when I go bike, on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. And we asked your mom to help as well on those weekends. Right. But you're like, fuck, man, finally we got to get a chance to get her and you escape. But I'm like, I had to escape. Like, I'm, I, I've been locked with this. With this no, but like, and it's totally true. And I created that for myself. It's like, I got to go to work, which was the only thing I knew. It's like, I got to go to work and I, I didn't know how to not work. I didn't know how to, there wasn't really an option for me to like go and take genuine good care of myself because I had never done that for real. Like I had all my practices, all my resources, all the stuff, but there was an underlying current of just never slowing down, no matter what I did. Yeah. So... Just sitting with it now is like, okay, well, of course we had that super challenging time, but I did that also, you know. It's interesting now how it's like we've come full circle, I think, because 
it's 2020, Corona happened, Path of Love was canceled for you. I decided not to do the Ironman. All that stuff happened. Bummer. And then suddenly, like 2020 changed our lives. I I feel like a different like I have a different life. I think it's pretty safe to say that the whole world. The whole world. But I mean, we had a lot of positive changes also. Yeah. Not just because of 2020, but things that were already unfolding before and prior and, and things like that. Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where Ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. Dennis has decided to uh, go to Florida election week for an Ironman race. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in the middle of a, of a couple's course on intimacy and communication yeah. while you're Ironmanning. Well, the Ironman was planned before this. I know, but isn't it kind of full circle? Like here we are now, we're doing the things that we both really wanted to do, but it's unfolded in a very different way. You think it's because the, the moon is in whatever sign it is right now? and The moon is in Aries right now, <laughs> but I don't know if that relates to all of this. There's a lot of stuff happening astrologically. Okay, But isn't it... I don't know. Like, how do you feel about being in this point of our lives? Like, I'm so excited that I got I get to do one normal thing. I hope one it, normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it happens. It's not normal per se, but it's like I don't know. My my body's been craving this for so many months, and finally it gets to happen. And I'm a little freaked out with yeah, with traveling and the Corona season and all that stuff season like corona it's season like it's 2020 the corona season season right? number one <laughs> yeah we we're in a small group we're gonna fly to miami in miami rent a car the next day and then drive all the way up to panama city beach i don't know if for people that don't know how far that is that's like a nine to ten hour drive we're doing this just so we don't go through three airports because otherwise you'd have to go otherwise aruba, miami go, atlanta something it's else. like aruba miami charlotte charlotte and then you have to wait like four to five hours in each airport. Mm -hmm. Let me just, before Dennis explains all the stuff about his travels mid-corona, I have been extremely unsupportive all along. <laughs> just, just so everyone is aware. Are, I, we, are we talking now or? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> For this trip. Like, I don't know when you booked it. It was like a... I booked it a year ago, I think. No, no, but I mean, but, but when it became like, I don't know, two months ago, you were like, hey, I think maybe this Ironman is going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, no way this Ironman is going to happen. There's zero possibility. So you had it booked and I was like feeling this is, I don't even care because yeah. it's going to be canceled. And then it wasn't canceled and then it wasn't canceled. And then Florida suddenly released all the like heavy bands and they totally eased up, you know, in contrast to the rest of the US. And then I think about like three, four weeks ago, you were like, it's really going to happen. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like what, what is, what does this mean? So I am supportive now because I know how basically the stuff I do every single morning when I have 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. for all of my personal self-care, yeah. like that's all combined in this eight day. How long are you gone? 
I don't know. Minus normally, quarantine. normally I'm gone for a long weekend, but now because it's of like at least it's going to be eight days there. Yeah. yeah, these eight days for you with the community of the whole group going and you getting to do the thing that like sustains you. It's very, very, very important. So we we found the middle ground where I can feel comfortable and you can go do the thing and then come back and stay in quarantine forever. Hell yeah. But okay, so continue. So you're going to, instead of flying to all the airports, so you're going to drive. Instead of flying, we're yeah. going to drive mm -hmm. 10 hours. And uh, how much? Yeah. There's no Whole Foods or <laughs> anything near Panama City that I know of. So if someone listening that knows of a good health food store, please let me know. But along the way, I need to stop at a Whole Foods and just stock it's up. It's not super vegan friendly. Uh, to vegan no, maybe friendly. it is, but I don't know. But Panama I, City Beach. So it's all the way like Panhandle. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was the the place that got destroyed two years ago due to a hurricane. Do you guys have to, to get tested before you fly in to the U.S. or you just? I test think we on get tested back? at at the at the event, like a few days before the event. And I think. I think this I, is something I, that would never occur in my life. If I was a, taking this trip, screening. I would like so, know exactly what. No, there is a what. health screen, so I don't know what the health screen entails. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, it must be a test. So we go through yeah. a health screen to be able to compete. To be able to compete. And that's what scares me the most because maybe I have something that I don't know. We have, we've taken tests before and we've been negative, but maybe you get it and you don't even know. I'm, I'm always like socially distant and like I am like that as a person in general. <laughs> you, you were born socially distant. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not worried of like, con like contaminating or what are you saying? You're not worried about giving other people corona what are you not worried about yeah i'm not too worried about getting like other people with corona because i'm really good at staying like socially at a social distance and that's why i want to go to the, one of these whole foods because i just want to buy food for the whole week and i'm going to cook for myself i'm not going to go out to dinner i'm not going to do any of those social things it's just purely for the race in the race i think it will be a little harder because it's a race at the start we have to wear masks so we're going to be, I guess it's like waves, a small group, small group, small group. And then to get in the water, it's four at a time. Four at a time to swim. Yeah. But so it's, yeah, so for, if, if, if you're listening and you don't know what Ironman is, it's like 14, 15 hours of swimming, biking and running. Yeah. And you start with a swim. You start with a swim. How many people in this race? I don't know. Normally it's around 3,000, but I, I think this time Florida. it's... Florida. I think this time it's maybe a thousand. <laughs> And then they, they will separate the groups and the times that they swim. So you will get in the water four at a time, like separated. And right before you get in the water, you take your mask off. You give it to like one of those assistants. When you get out, and that's the only part, because when you get out of water, everybody like kind of spreads out already. So you're not really in close proximity with anyone else. So just like if someone like has their mouth open in the water or spits and you're swimming behind them, you don't like... This Do you have to be... <laughs> You have to be very unlucky, but then you're you have the swim ocean. swim with a thousand people. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, but you're not in the, like, if anyone's seen the mass, like, start before, it's nothing like that at all. To me, and the mass also, starts look terrifying. And you're also in the water. The not because of Corona. They just look terrifying. A thousand people yeah, yeah, running yeah. into it's, the ocean. To, it, like, can be, it can be dangerous sometimes. Super intense. People drown. People right? have drowned, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you, you get out of the water, you get a mask. And there is no changing tents anymore. Before you used to go in a changing tent and you change together. Now you just go straight to your bike. Your bike are all separated from each other. And then you put on your biking shoes and whatever else you need. You go on your bike. And in the transition, you get a, ma a mask as well. And as you get out, you take the mask off. And for the biking and the running, basically you're... You're alone. You're not yeah, like you're, holding hands You're separated. Like it's an individual sport. If there's a chance that the mask helps, then fucking wear the mask. Like yeah. it's not that. But big I kind of like it, to be honest. You mean you, it makes you feel safer? It it makes me feel safer, and it makes me feel also that I could see on someone's face when they're t taking precautions. Right. Like like that's really. I wear the mask not because I feel like this is keeping me safe. I don't feel like that at all. I don't feel like I wear the mask so I'm not going to get corona, or I wear the mask so I'm not going to get give someone corona. I wear a mask because I feel like. It shows I care. I, yeah, I, you know, not, not only that, I but if follow I go the rules, to a supermarket I wanna... and I see someone else with a mask, I'm going to feel more comfortable than Being someone there. not wearing a mask because I feel like that person is also taking the, the precautions the precaution they're, they're needed wearing, and we're all in the doing. same. Yeah. yeah, but I'm more in that place of like, there's so many people, especially in the yoga world now, which I think is, is, is wild, but also makes sense because of course, people who lead, you know, really natural 
organic lifestyles are not going to be super excited about Lysol and hand sanitizer and all this sort of shit. Like, I, I get that. But I also don't feel this need to go and, and get my megaphone and yell to the whole world, like, hand sanitizer gives you cancer. Like, don't, the masks is a conspiracy. Like, come on. Like, just, I just feel it's not helpful right now. And at some point it's like, okay, we don't know if this is, if this is the thing that's going to prove in the end that like kept us all safe and people from dying. But if there is a chance that it's going to save someone's life, like just fucking do it. Like that doesn't have to be this, you don't have to love it. You know, I'm not like using hand sanitizer, showering in it, feeling amazing about <laughs> that. But like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, you know, knowing that this is not forever you have to weigh it out you have to weigh it yeah. out if you don't wear a mask everyone gets corona what's the worst that can happen it can be pretty fucking mad if everybody does wear a mask and people get safe and then in the end no one was supposed to wear a mask still the the the, the difference yeah, in the but end of course is, there's a big piece about you know like autonomy and personal freedom and like there's a lot of things that weighs into this and i get why people are super upset i mean the fact for me the fact that leia Leia, Leia has to wear a mask for one hour and 45 minutes in school when they're inside. One hour, 45 minutes a day. I can't think about the, the minutes she spends with a mask because it makes my body like retract with just, I, I hate it so much. And she doesn't care at all. She doesn't give a shit at yeah. all. She's like totally fine with it. It's my problem, my issue. And I just had to wait. Like, okay, what's more important that she goes to school and gets to socialize and be with kids and friends and have a normal day or that she stays that she doesn't have to wear the mask. And I debated that and decided for her, for her well-being, the best thing is for her to be in school. And then I am the one who has to accept that for that one hour and 45 minutes a day, she wears a mask. If I'm going to resist it and fight it, like I wouldn't make it through my day. It would just make my day much worse if I'm walking around thinking about that. And it shouldn't be that way. I just had to accept it. And I made the choice. I can also choose to keep her home. Yeah. I can choose to not go to the restaurants that require me to wear a mask. I can choose to order takeout every day and not go anywhere. Like I can make that choice if I don't want to follow those regulations. But I'm not going to be the asshole who wanders around town in my hemp clothing, um, refusing hand sanitizer and refusing a mask because, I don't know, because of what? Some conspiracy theory? I don't know. To me, that's just that's just not who we are. We're, I think you and I are like a, we're an okay middle ground. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, I am more vocal and, and getting upset and, you know, talking about things that I feel are really wrong, but I also know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. The last part. <laughs> don't you think that like, you know, like Leia is in school with her mask right now. It's 945. They just literally right now they are going in to be inside for that hour. And she's, yeah. And she's fine. She's fine. She's yeah. having fun with her friends. She's going to eat lunch with her friends. She's going to play. She's going to come home with all these cool stories about her school day. Right. And it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. we get to do that in this type of uh, environment. Right. It, like there's places that schools are still shut down. I know? know. So we are super grateful that it's open and that yeah. it's, you know, but it's it's a hard thing to be, I, I guess, especially maybe in the US. There, of course, there's parts where this is all more sensitive and more terrible where there is this feeling of this is going to be the new normal this is going to be the thing where forever we are separated forever we're not touching forever there's a mask i don't, I don't feel true. no but i think people think that that's true yeah but people I think who the think that way like be. this is a government conspiracy to tra to take all of our autonomy away meaning if i surrender to having to wear a mask i give up my freedom and that's the beginning of the end i don't think like that like, I really just don't. But I understand people who might think like that would have a much harder time accepting, like, okay, to go to this restaurant, you put on your mask. We you just know. need to figure it out maybe two or three years more, hopefully by then. Hopefully be way before. But if we're going to compare it with, with like, the, the flu in the 1918, it was three years, I think, two and a half years, three years. Yeah, and there was a bizarre. lot less people back then and a lot less traveling. No, the whole thing is bizarre. But for instance... I also want to make it clear on this podcast, when you come back from fucking Florida, having been like, you're taking the risk of like, I'm going to go into a place where I know there's a lot of Corona. Like you make that choice. You've waited out. Like this is important enough for me that I want to do that. And I come back and I'm going to stay in an Airbnb. And you're going to come back, and play get PlayStation tested at the two airport. Weeks. <laughs> two weeks? You think you're going to fucking quarantine for two weeks? I need help with this household, man. <laughs> oh man, I thought I really had to be serious about this. <laughs> You get tested at the airport. Your whole group does. 
because there's like 10 of you or eight of you or whatever everyone I think has we're to... less i think we're like seven maybe eight told me eight yeah but if all eight of you like you all test negative and then you have a couple of days quarantining at an airbnb yeah. right then it's fine but it's not like you know i'm meeting you at the airport like you no. know giving you a big kiss either because i i'm at the place right now where I'm not worried about us getting corona. We don't have elderly people or immunocompromised people in our lives right now who, you know, like we have friends who have who have parents here who who are older and who are really worried for their sake because they're spending time with We're their not parents. really close with our friends either. We're not really touching. We're not hanging out with yeah. anybody right now. So, I mean, we normally like don't a lot. So that feels fine. If we would get corona, I wouldn't freak out. That's what it, where I am. But I also don't want to give it to ourselves on fucking purpose by not giving a shit. You don't want to have a Corona party? <laughs> I don't want to have a Corona, corona party. I would have a chicken pox party. Like that. Like that's where I'm at. <laughs> like like I did when I was little. Like that was not a big deal. But a Corona party? No, not, no, thank you. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. But so uh, are you going to win, Iron Man? I always win. You always win. Yeah. I just never make it to the podium. <laughs> You're always a winner. To I o- they always give me a really shiny medal. <laughs> it says participation. <laughs> what's, a, what's a time you're aiming for? Do you oh, feel ready? Know. Have you like you you haven't really trained a lot, um, a bit? If you want to go to the details, um, <laughs> I'm sure you do. The, the biking, I'm really ready. The swimming, I'm never really ready. But I have surfing in the back in my past and. It's easy. The running, I'm probably the worst I've been in a long time. The running, you're the worst you've been in a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I feel okay. Leia and I are going to have girls time at home. We're going to miss you. And I really hope you don't get coronavirus. I'm more, can I tell you like honest truth? I am more concerned about you being there over the election than I am yeah. you being there in a corona wave. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of unrest. I mean, there is a lot of unrest. And I have this feeling like if if Biden wins, there's going to be like a riot from all the Trump supporters. If Trump wins, there's going to be a riot because of everybody else. Like, I just have a feeling like this is not going to be the election where people just calmly sit down and accept the results, you know, especially if it's close or if there's a controversy, I, which of I course there's like going to be a controversy. Always. Whoa. I feel like it's like that always. Like it's always like people are ride or die right before the election. And then as soon as the election's over, it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, but it's we not. To, and then someone. 2020, after four years of Trump, after having 200,000 plus people die from this pandemic, Black Lives Matter protests, like so many people out of a job, like there is unrest. People are not. Isn't it like the. The, the thing that they do is like whenever the one of the candidates lose, they come and make a speech like, okay, this happened. Now we have to move forward. I don't, I mean, the they, you country. have to move forward. I mean, I don't know. Like even Trump, as he won, like the, the election wouldn't accept the results. Like <laughs> that the electoral college, like is what won him the election, like wouldn't accept it. You know, there was fraud, voter fraud, but he won. I don't know why he was fighting it. I just know, I don't know. Can you promise to like, not that it's going to be like a civil war or something. I just, I just, I just want you to get home safe. Okay. 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 And win. I, if it, if it, <laughs> if it happens, I already won. If it happens, you already won. Okay. Let's get back to our uh, couple's intimacy course. Cause this I think is much more interesting than Iron Man. No offense. Oh, no, 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 taken. no, taken. Is it like an outer course or is it more like an <laughs> inner work course? 
if, if I, I can't even explain to you guys how many intercourse jokes Dennis has met, made in the past week since we in started. In their course. <laughs> it's a course where you do inner work. Yeah. Yeah. Are so every time I text him, like, are you ready for the course? And he goes, inter? Inner. Dot, 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 question mark. It's always inner. Inner, inner, inner course. <laughs> are you, uh, how, what's happening in this course so far? Like, I don't think we're allowed to talk about it. We're allowed to talk about our experience. We don't talk about like other oh. people's sharing their stories and it's stuff. Good. So there's like 25 people in the group or something, 20 something people in the group. And you've been talking about your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? Good. <laughs> okay. This is what we started the show with. <laughs> so in this course, the only like little heads up I've given to Dennis is when you do this kind of work and then the facilitator might at some point ask you, so how does this make you feel? You know, which is like just an inquiry for you to go into the body and, and like, go, hmm, yeah. And then if you say, yeah, good. Good is like a blanket statement that doesn't really explain anything and it doesn't mean that you have to look inside and actually feel. So then she probably would go, and good means? Well. And then Dennis has, he's like, oh, I have 50 different variations of good I can I can bring you. And I'm like, dude, the point is to like take a breath and feel. When you say good, oh, it makes me feel relief or oh, yeah, it makes me feel supported or yeah, it makes me feel fun. like it makes me feel like it's not that big a deal or... Yeah. I feel more spacious inside or something like that. And then yeah. this will go, well, great, fine, fantastic, wonderful. But it's hardest part it. for me is the, the sharing. Mm -hmm. It's it's nice to be able to talk to other people that have so much in common as well or that are that are, that are going through the same things as you and are. And nice means great. <laughs> It's nice talking to people, okay, who resonate, who you're like, yeah. Yeah, but then you have to do this for 10 minutes. And like, I felt like when I did this, I shared my whole life story. You know, 10 minutes is not a long time. It's, it goes by really fast. So I'm sharing my whole life story. I tell every single detail of my whole life. And then I still have like eight and a half minutes to go. <laughs> and I have no clue what to say. <laughs> I don't understand like what you are saying saying in this like this in for me it was like in-depth detail <laughs> so and the, then you do this a couple of times a day so the course has like it's online and you have meditations and videos and exercises and stuff that you do and then once a week there's a big live session with the whole group and once a week you have a sharing in a smaller group yeah and then every time you have a sharing so there might be three people there and then that is you, you told, told me yesterday that like no one wants to be the first one to go and after a while, you just like, you just jump and you go first. And I was yeah. like, what? You're the first one in the group to start your emotional sharing? That really surprises me. And he went, yeah, but that's because a whole minute already passed. So then I only have to do seven minutes instead of eight. Yeah, I take that Score. minute. I'm like, fuck it. You guys don't want to go? That's my minute. Because <laughs> there's like a, a countdown clock. For, for yesterday's uh, session in particular, like when you're divided in groups, uh, we were in a group of three and then everybody got eight minutes or something. So you see the time on the top, it's 24. Because you're three people. Yeah. yeah. So like around 23 minutes or 22, you know, something. No something, one's talking. No one's talking. Like, okay, I'll go. But <laughs> That minute's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, but then how do you feel afterwards? I mean, sharing is always a, like getting, being vulnerable being honest, truthful to people who just hold space for you to speak, that's a can be a really challenging thing. It, it's hard. Like the, the therapy I took last year really helped because in the beginning of it, I couldn't talk at all. I wouldn't know what to say. And they had to like ask me questions every time for me to start talking. And I'm someone that just, I'm a guy of few words. So it's really hard for me to like start, like you can just talk, no problem. You have a podcast. You can do it every single day. I have Mercury in Libra. Yeah. You have Mercury in Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and that's why I can't say anything. <laughs> and I have no air. What you have no it? air in your chart. Yeah. That that's is also has, talking. So so I we decided to do this course, and me and like true Rachel fashion decided to start three online courses at the same time. So I'm currently doing a Kundalini course an advanced astrology course and this course together. But the astrology course really works well with this like intimacy and communication course. Yeah. 
But Mercury is how you communicate. And I have Mercury in Libra. So I'm like, it's an air sign and air is communication. So I'm super talkative and fair and, you know, really inclusive in how I speak and and all of these kinds of things. And you and Leia both have Mercury in Pisces and you also have no air in your chart. So you're like a non-communicative. Does she have air? Huh? Does Leia have air? Yeah, she has air. She has she has she has a good balance actually in her chart. Mostly water, but some air. But you have no air, so you're like not a talking kind of person. Nope. So to (laughs) (laughs) so to answer your question, it's it's kind of hard. It's it's a release of some sort, and it's kind of nice to like be able to talk to. Like I always thought these courses were like, I would be there, the normal guy, and then there would be like a lot of like. People like in space, like floating a little bit. And what kind of person is that? Like, what's the kind of person the, the you think does? Yeah, who's like, the stereotypical a hippie? Are you talking about like wild, wild country? Yeah, I'm. I'm like for, to start <laughs> off. I was surprised that we didn't have to wear orange. <laughs> this is like this course is like. So anyone who wants to do like, a course with me, renowned, amazing psychologists, you know, who work with this like thirty years, it's like fantastic. Okay, so you were surprised there were normal people in the course, basically. Normal, normal, normal people. That a lot of people are in the course and they're just like you. Yeah. Yeah, you were disappointed by that. You told me yesterday. No, 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 I was pleasantly surprised. No, you told me yesterday. I was hoping the other people would... No, I thought it was. You thought? Yeah. I, I was hoping that... I was hoping that some of the other people have done more work before, so I was going to be the newbie. Like, yeah, that's I, I, what I didn't understand. Why yeah. Why would you want to be the newbie? I thought because you would be excited. Other people have also never done sharings before, for instance. It, it gives you some level of comfort. I agree with that. But I feel to get the most out of this course is like if I was like like super newbie and everyone was like super experienced, have done this. I thought people have done this type of work before. I think that I thought people were like you, that this is like their sixth or seventh course, you know? And because there was a couple of times that I felt like I didn't know what to do. And then I asked the other like people I'm sharing with and they wouldn't know what to do either. So I, I'm what like, is it that you didn't know what to do? And I'm like, oh, are, are we doing it the wrong way? Are we doing it the right way? You know, it's, but I guess me, there's no wrong What's the wrong thing right you didn't by. know? Like in terms of like how to. No, I can remember. It was yeah. like, I had a couple of questions and no one in several of different groups, mm. like it was, everyone was kind of, yeah. Yeah, but that's also, it's interesting, it's interesting to me having led so many groups in person and now it's online, you know, how to mimic the intimacy and the closeness and to get the same level of opening, you know, it's a really totally different thing. And it's much harder online, of course, because it's easier to check out, like it's easier to not be present. You're in your comfort space. Yeah, and all you have to do is like kind of, you know, look away and you don't even see the person anymore because they're not right there in front of you, they're on a screen. But it's also really cool, I think, to have the ability to do it at home. And imagine if you were doing this right now, like sharing a bunk bed with someone in some communal hall, you know, because you're yeah. doing a group in person. No, I I think it's good and bad. Like Not bad, but like it has the pros and cons. Like the pro now is like I can go into a course like this and still feel safe at home. And uh, maybe the con from that is that I would not have opened as much as if, if I was in that commune home. Mm-hmm. But if I was in the commune home, I would have been like scared. You would have been way out of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So why are you doing the course? You made me do it. (laughs) Shut up! Stop it! What is your intention with the course? Why are I you I wrote doing it down. I can't remember. <laughs> like, like we started week two. So you need to like have some some connection to like, why but are you doing this course? My, main, my yeah. main reason for doing this is to have a better connection with you. Like it's it's not like I, I heard your intention was like to work more on yourself and to go inside and stuff. 
maybe I'll get to that place someday. But for me, it's like, okay, I want to I wanna be closer to you. I want to be closer to you too. <laughs> And you sharing your intention in that sense. There's a lot of couples in the course. So I think a lot of people are there for the couple, for the relationship. And that's also how I started. Like we, we communicate in different ways. Like that's basically why we want to do this course. Like my communication is more verbal, like fiery, fiery. And also how I connect and find intimacy is through communication. And you're a physical person. Like you want closeness in that way. And sometimes we miss each other because we approach things in different ways, you yeah. know, where I'm like, You know, you just want to like lie on the couch and spoon and hug. And I'm like, dude, we didn't talk all day. Tell me how you're feeling. Yeah. And it's like, we miss each other there. And you're like, what do you mean? This is how I'm telling you how I'm feeling. And I don't get that. Yeah. And I know for a lot of people or for a lot of couples, it is similar in that way, just because we relate in different ways. And it's interesting to, to me to, to really understand you in those ways because we are different. But at the same time, when I actually started doing the work and I realized, yeah, this is, of course, it's not like I'm just here for you. You know, it's like, just like they said in the course yesterday, that this is a personal individual journey. And then you take what you find and you bring it into the relationship, right? Yeah. So I want to explore my, my issues with intimacy, where I'm challenged around intimacy, where it's hard for me to be vulnerable. And a cool thing that I just realized was that because I teach this stuff, because I'm in this field as a teacher and I've been doing this for so many years and done so many groups it conveniently puts me a little bit on the outside. Like I create the connections in the group, but I'm not in the group yeah. all the time. So I'm already learning a lot about, about myself. And I hope, I hope in the end we are closer because we've been together fucking 11 years. Almost. Almost. That's crazy. April will be 11. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of time. It's a good run. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> Done. Okay, so to close, by the time this episode is out, you're going to be in Florida. It's yep. election week. It's November. You know, we're getting close to the end of 2020. Do you have any wishes for the end of the year? Oh, why do you always have to ask these kind of hard questions? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're closing this really long and challenging year. Was this a long and challenging year for you? Like, It was a year of a lot of looking inwards if that makes any sense like inner like inner work <laughs> no i don't know it's 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 depending how you how you rephrase the how you ask the question locally like it's been one of the hardest year we've ever ever gone through in aruba our our business in aruba is for for sure suffering we're not because of all these regulations we can't even operate normally and Maybe it's not safe to be able to operate normally either to be in a, in a yoga shala with 50 people. That's just not allowed. So we're only allowed to have 14, I think. And we're just not breaking even. We're just going deeper and deeper in red in our Aruban business. So in that sense, you know, it's, it's, it's been a hard year. We don't know what to do. We don't know if we're going to lay off people. We don't know. You know, it's, it's like, it, it, it's hard. All those people are going through things too. But in if you talk to me on a personal level, I feel this year I developed a lot, learned a lot of new things about ourselves, how we react under very stressful situations, a lot of anxiety. There was times that we got anxieties. I think we try to get, people try to sue us like three times this year. <laughs> yeah, we, I've never Pe talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> no, but it's, no. It's, it's something that happens. It's like people are in such a space that they're just grasping for what they they can grasp you know we saw we saw the results of a lot of people going getting totally desperate yeah, yeah and and yeah. you can always put yourself in those people's shoes and you can understand it but it, it fucking sucks to be on the other end of it so you know a lot of things happen but at the same time a lot of good came with yeah. it too I mean, we were for sure, like for months in a vortex where I felt like, man, I need, we need to like sage our lives. We need protection somehow. We need, it was almost like we had a, somehow a channel open for just really horrible negative stuff. It was like one yeah. thing after the other. 
and uh, the legal stuff I never brought to the podcast just because, yeah. It's not to talk about. Not just that, but it was like some things were super personal. Some things was just drama that was like, I can't even believe I'm not going to give this one ounce of my attention yeah. because it doesn't actually concern me. It's someone trying to to steal from us or take advantage of us. And actually the moment I didn't give it attention, it went away. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we didn't make that a, a huge thing. But we had a person like extort us this year like we had crazy fucking stuff come our way so it's been at the same time you and i going through all of this intense stuff together like having our each other's backs like that feeling has been because sometimes i feel like i'm kind of alone doing the things that i do and then you're alone doing what you do and then like we've been very 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 together in all the stuff that's come our way yeah so, and I, I feel now the fact that like you're going to Ironman in the middle of a challenging time and I really feel like I'm glad you're going. I feel I'm happy that you're doing this for your self-care. Eventually, some sort of regular life has to resume. Like, yeah. you know, we just, we have, we have to try to find a way to exist in the world the way it is. And at the same time, we are taking this huge step together, like doing this out of your comfort zone, like course on intimacy. Like that for me is like a a huge thing for you yeah. and me. And I'm really, really happy and really grateful that... Well, it's, it's, hold on, it's week one, okay? Let's talk <laughs> we started week two just now. Like the week <laughs> two has begun. But basically just that um, I love you so much. Oh, thank you. Dude, fuck you. I love you and fuck you, okay? <laughs> do you want to close the show? Oh, do I have to? Okay, yeah. Can you write it for me again? <laughs> so usually... I can't remember... Usually at the end of a show, I ask, how can we all be of service to you? Like, that's something that I like to ask the guest. Like, what's something all of our listeners, all of us listening right now can do, can do for you? And sometimes the person has like a personal thing, like, go to my website. Oh, yeah. You sometimes need to plug have, something, huh? Sometimes they want to plug something. Sometimes it's like a guest who, 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 who just asks you to take good care of yourself or go vote or, you know, like there'll be more of a collective like thing. Yeah. I can't tell people to go vote because voting already happened mm -hmm. and by then we already know who No, but won. really like if everyone listening could do something for you, you know, or be of service somehow, like what would they do? What would you ask? I don't have a good yoga girl punchline there. What about a Dennis from Salad punchline? Stay classy San Diego kind <laughs> of thing. Okay, that's it. Stay, stay classy everyone. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I wish I could uh, tell people uh, what they needed to hear or what we need to do for this world. But What do, what do you think is, is something that's going to make the world a better place or make people feel better this week? This week? Yeah. This week of just stuff happening the way it is. Corona, election, unrest. Like, what's something people can do to feel better? I, I, I have no good advice. Like, a Dennis advice would be, like, peace and love. Like, try, let's all try to get along. <laughs> But then you will get the the other, like, not on the other side. You, you will get a side like, no, fuck that. It's time to stand up and fight this fight. We're close, you know? And I agree with that. But at the same time, I'm like, why can't we just get along? <laughs> well, what do you well, do to feel better? What do I do to feel mm -hmm. better? When you're having a bad time or a bad day, like, what's something that helps you feel better? I run. I bike. Okay. So tell everyone to go run and bike? Yeah. Go run and bike. <laughs> or you could tell everyone to like... Move, move your body. Yay, there you go. You're really trying to like fish it out, huh? I'm trying to fish it out of you because <laughs> you, 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 this is why you don't have your own podcast. Like you have your nuggets of wisdom, but they need to be like pulled out. <laughs> move your body. I'm like a hype man. I only know how to like go pom, 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 on the side. <laughs> no, so for me, what I like to do... Anytime I'm feeling like shitty, it's like I need to move my body. Like I, I'm not a person that talks like you need to talk and like process and do it together. In that case, I'm very selfish. So I always need to like process on my own. So if I can give an advice, if you have the availability to do so, try to process on your own. If that means a long walk, a long walk in nature, if you don't have a nature, a long walk in the city, I don't know. Just try to like move, go out of your comfort zone and don't bring anything with you. Just bring your mind. That's it. Don't That's the only bring thing I can anything say. with you. That's a good spiritual 
spiritual lesson for the ending of this. You don't need anything. Patent pending. <laughs> yeah, do you mean you want to like copyright quote. that quote? Yeah. <laughs> Patent pending. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. I love you. Stay very safe in Florida, okay? Don't get Corona. And uh, the only one I'll get was the one with the lime inside. Yeah, drink, drink Corona. Don't get Corona, and have the best time. Thank you. I'll see you online in the course in the sharing circles. Okay, and so I'll see we'll you like in what five, six months again on the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and for bearing with us. I hope you have a good rest of the week. And the Yoga Girl podcast will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And a special thanks to my husband, Dennis, for joining the show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. You can find all of them on yogagirl.com, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you normally get your shows. Don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.